welcome to the first official broadcast of a Toast to Rom-Coms. I am one of your hosts um, on this podcast, Marie, and with me, as always, is my sister, Allison. Hello. Um, we are going to be talking about the characteristics of a good romantic comedy and how those characteristics are done in Rotten Tomatoes' top 50 rom-coms of all time. Today, we are going to be talking about Crazy Stupid Love, the first movie on the list. Um, and that movie has Steve Carell, Julianne Moore, Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone, um, Jonah Bobo, hopefully I'm saying these names correctly, <laughs> Annalie Tipton, Marissa Tomei. It was directed by Glenn Fakara and John Requa in 2011. Cool. And so to go along with these reviews of rom-coms we're going to have a drink um each time um we're going to watch the movie see if there is some kind of common drink or we're just going to see if there's a theme or whatever alcohol we see and then we're gonna create something or drink something based on that movie crazy stupid love I'm so excited to introduce this drink because she does not want to drink it at all. So unhappy about this. We actually argued about this drink. I insisted that it was completely necessary for this movie. Tell them why. Because it's in the movie cocktail book. Yes, it's in an official cocktails for movie book. Whatever. But the main char- one of the main characters, Jacob, always drinks this in the bar. And that drink is... It's an old-fashioned. Let me tell you how to make it, guys. It's going to be great. First, you either get a sugar cube (laughs) or a bar spoonful of simple syrup. Add two dashes of Angostura bitters. Yes, we had to figure out what dashes meant. We were not good at that. Yeah, we're going to see how that turns out. Mm -hmm. And uh, then you add an ounce and a half... Or was it two ounces? It was two ounces. Two ounces of either bourbon or rye. We chose rye for these purposes. We uh, have bullet rye whiskey. Bullet rye whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, they're not sponsoring us, but maybe in the future they will. <laughs> maybe if I like the drink, I the, won't. They won't ta- sponsor us. <laughs> they'll take pity on us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we have an orange twist. And um, it's supposed to be one ice cube. I definitely wanted more oh we have about eight ice cubes each in that drink yeah. i'm sure if you're an old-fashioned connoisseur you will hate me yes you will we will have lost a lot of reliability but i'm okay with that because we don't want to drink this yeah so here we go our our first our first toast and drink of old-fashioned <laughs> I hate everything. <laughs> that, that is so strongly whiskey. Oh, that's really how you woo a woman. You make her an old-fashioned. Okay. We have to... This is going to warm me down to my cockles, though. Do women have cockles? I don't know. Uh, we do now. You're taking a second sip already? Well, listen. Our commitment to this podcast is that we drink two of these every broadcast. At least two. So around the 20 minute mark, we will make sure this is done, pause, make another drink and have another one. 
That's right, which we will then finish before the end of the podcast. So do you want to sip it throughout or do you want to chug it at minute 1930? He's going to put hair on my chest. (laughs) I don't know if uh, Ryan Gosling ever made this, if I would go home with him. (laughs) (laughs) The bitters makes it a little bit sweeter, though. I don't find... Sure does. I don't find that the drink burns going down the back of the no, throat like right. whiskey usually does. You're right. That is true. So the bitters definitely softens that whiskey taste. That's a good point, but it's not my favorite, which it's is a not- quote from the movie. Not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so how we're going to start every podcast, and I feel like I'm going to say that a lot this time around is we are going to start with a short summary of the movie. Um, so if you haven't seen it, we will be giving away the ending at some point. But it's been out for seven years, so shame on you if you haven't. Yeah, it's it's a very, very good movie. However, there are a lot of movies on the Rotten Tomato rom-com list that I haven't seen that have yeah. been out for about 70 years. Yeah, true story. So, um, Crazy Stupid Love. It's a little bit of a different movie in that it doesn't just follow one set of main characters. It follows kind of three couples. I love it. I love it when a rom-com has like different stories and then they come together in some way. And but you are unaware of how they're going to come together at first in this movie. So we start with Cal and Emily Weaver who have been married for 25 years and the movie starts with her asking him for a divorce. Oh, so he love. moves out. We're introduced to his son who's in love with the babysitter. And then along the way, we go to a bar and we meet Jacob, the fabulous Ryan Gosling. Oh, love him. So handsome. So handsome. And charming. Yes. Um, who plays the field. I love your facial expressions as you're drinking this old fashioned. <laughs> who plays the field at one specific bar. Eventually, he meets Emma Stone. Yes. So... Throughout the movie, Cal and Emily Weaver come back together in that they'll talk and kind of become wistful. She's had an affair with some guy. They go out on a couple dates. Yes, David Lindhagen. Fun fact, they say that name 19 times during the movie. Do they really? I counted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I put the name in all caps in my notes. And then counted it up every single <laughs> at the end of the movie nineteen times. David Lindhagen. Did you count it when the police officer says Hagen and they all go Hagen? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. I put times three. Okay. Um, anyway, we'll get there. So, oh, sorry, dropped my mic. <laughs> Obviously, this almost straight bourbon or whiskey is already. Oh yeah, we're gonna be fucked up by the time this is over. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. Um, so throughout here, the boy goes after the babysitter, Jessica, in a number of different ways. She's wildly uncomfortable. She's also in love with his father, Cal. Which makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. And goes after him in several different ways. Um Cal gets tutored by Jacob from the bar on how to be a ladies' man, and then Cal is a ladies' man. Over the course of his development, Ryan Gosling and Hannah, which is played by Emma Stone, end up getting together um, after she has 
kind of a failed relationship a t- with Josh Groban. <laughs> with Josh Groban. Who is a total cheese. <laughs> I made a note somewhere. I was like, the mo- the least likable Josh Groban has ever been. Yeah. And he had to work hard to be not likable. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so over the course of all this, we finally learn in the end. I'm, sh- I'm sorry. I'm trying to make the summary short. Um, that Hannah's actually related to Cal. You don't know that until she shows up with Jacob as her boyfriend. Great reveal. Yes, it is a great reveal. Cal goes nuts knowing that this guy who's played the field that much is now in a relationship with his daughter, tells them to break up. Over the course of this, Jessica's dad comes in and hits Steve Carell, finding naked pictures of her. And then David Lindhagen shows up, and then Jacob hits David Lindhagen. Hagen. Hagen. And they said it 19 times. You should know by now. I I do know by now, but I feel like it's not... It doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. It does not. Oh, David Lindhagen is played by Kevin Bacon. Does a great job, but I do hate him. In the movie. Oh, okay. No, I love Kevin Bacon. I just didn't like David Lindhagen. Okay. Because no, you can't, you can't hate Kevin Bacon. No, he's a... He's a national treasure. He really is. I know. Have you ever seen the original Footloose? No, we need to get on this. I know. Okay. Anyway, so with our first criteria for a rom-com, we're going to delve into, is this movie believable? All of these plot lines, um, all of these characters, how they interact, how they get together. Do we think that this is believable at all? I think pieces of it are. Mm-hmm. I think the whole divorce thing is, except for maybe Steve Carell jumping out of the car. But I mean, what 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 could you do? Twenty five years, uh, they it comes out of nowhere at a restaurant. He says, "I want creme brulee," and she says, "I want a divorce." I don't know if you caught that, but I d- I did catch that. We should say what we want at the same time. One, two, three. A divorce, creme brulee. Yeah. Um. So I think that that part of it is pretty believable i think cal and jacob's relationship is not believable i think it's a little weird that somebody would cook up like that in a bar and be like i'm gonna mentor you on how to pick up ladies um that's my two cents i think parts of hannah and and jacob's relationship are believable except for maybe the first kiss when she just like storms Mm. up to him in the bar I feel like we need to come back to that kiss because you feel that kiss. You do. You really do. Even if it's unbelievable, man, that was a great first kiss. It really was. Yeah. And how he lifts her up is just good stuff. I know. It's something that me and you could never do. Oh, we're sturdy girls. We are sturdy. Um, And if we ran and jumped on a guy... Without him being ready, he'd probably just fall. Yeah, you not want to take us home. Anyway, okay. Right. We digress. We do digress. So that was my take on the believability. What do you think? Well, you know how I feel about believability from our test podcast. And I have a lot of questions. Okay. I do I do enjoy the first scene even though it's not a happy first scene. I, know. Yeah. I I like that first scene how 
you know, it opens up with all the feet playing footsies, and then her feet and his feet are just separate. The The new new balances balances. with the khakis, very realistic. I'm pretty sure dad has new balances. I I just, yeah, like, it's just, it's an old married couple. And if you look at them, when they're out of the restaurant, she's dressed very nicely. She's wearing a dress and heels. He, her hair is very nicely done. He's looking rough. He has the ill-fitting khakis, the pure white tennis shoes. Almost a bowl cut. Almost a bowl cut. It's not combed. He's not shaved. There's just an obvious kind of imbalance there. Maybe he stopped trying. Yes. Yes. Um... And I think that's all believable. Their conversation, it cracked me up when she, when he goes, you were right, I shouldn't have eaten all that bread. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is it's, definitely something yeah. that I would say. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, so I thought that was all believable. Like like you, Allison, like the jumping out of the moving car was was not for no. me. I don't, I don't care about the divorce thing. Like, it's just not something I can see happening. I also, this isn't about the believability. It's more about the conversation she's having in the car. She's rambling on and on and on and on and on. And he's just sitting there silently. It's almost like she was trying to shock him into caring about something. Or did she think he truly doesn't care about the relationship? I'm not sure. But it's almost like she's berating him for his lack of emotion over something when she's the one who brought the whole thing up it's funny that you say that because like that she's berating him that like he doesn't care because the whole time I'm like poor Cal poor Cal like but then you're kind of right like maybe she is just trying to elicit like a response because he doesn't care anymore that's something that I didn't really think about I'm just too busy feeling bad for him and she pulls out the whole David Linhagen. David Linhagen. Someone needs to keep track of how many times we say oh, his name. Can't we be 19? Um, and that's when he jumps out of the car because he doesn't want to hear that she slept with somebody else. Um, so I, I just don't know about that part Would of it. Would you rather sleep with David Linhagen or Cal? I mean, at that point, David Linhagen. After the transformation? David Linhagen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, that, you know, you, 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 meet the, you meet the babysitter after that. I found that whole thing believable. Um, let's see here. I think it's very believable that the kid has a crush on his babysitter. I do too, especially when you learn the history that Cal and Emily married so young. So it's yeah. kind of like Robbie's trying to follow in his dad's footsteps. Um. Can we just take a moment to acknowledge the fact? It's not like, getting better every time I just, take a sip. <laughs> what the hell does Jacob do for a living? He's at the bar every damn night, drinking, drinking. I mean, you saw the total of one bar tab. It was it was eight hundred some. Yeah, eight hundred dollars. Um, he's at the bar all the time. He's, like, in the bar in the middle of the day eating a hamburger. He's at the bar at night picking up all these girls. That You go to his house. He has a sports car in the garage. He has all this other shit 
that he spends money for. He, that house, that house with the yeah. pool in LA. What does he do? Unbelievable. I, I do not believe it. He had some inheritance whenever they were talking about his parents. But his mom was still alive, I, I thought. Oh, you're right. All right. So very unbelievable. Yes. Very unbelievable. Robbie built the scaffolding over a weekend? I think it looked like it was built in an hour. I didn't think that looked that great. He's in eighth grade. Yeah. And he built a scaffolding over a weekend. You have shop class in eighth grade. No one asks, hey, Robbie, what's the scaffolding for? <laughs> and he goes, oh, I'm going to press express my love for a senior in high school how is an eighth grader and a senior in high school in the same school and then they were like oh cool you do you bud um another unbelievable thing that i really want to talk about that the more the movie went on i was like how are women not seeing jacob at the bar yes he's at the same freaking bar every single time picking up ladies these ladies would most likely go back to that bar and then see him picking up other ladies. How is he still like, how is the clientele of that bar still going home with him? A virtual man whore. I like, I would like to introduce the phrase fuck boy because whenever, do you not, are you aware of this phrase? I, I mean, I've heard the term, but I didn't know it had a definition. I think it is definitely like going home with a lot of girls talking a big game super cocky like just kind of a big slut sorry if we shouldn't say that word on a podcast i don't know the political correct yeah language anymore i don't either so we're trying to be pc please don't hate us i don't but know it's a we dude. should care about that okay i just don't know oh i don't either all right, we're not calling ladies. If you wanna, if you wanna sleep around, sleep around. But yeah. if you want a relationship, you wouldn't go home with him if you saw him taking other women home. Sometimes yes. two at a time. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah. True. Story. And I feel like if he's going there all the time, and they serve food, a lot of people would be going there in the same place. That drink not getting any easier for you, huh? It's really not. Oh, there's so much left. Oh, yeah, there is. And you got a whole other drink you got to drink. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> Can I point out all of the other drinks that they had? Oh, please do. I know they had I know they had a cranberry vodka. Yes. I saw that cranberry vodka and was looking at it so wistfully during the entire movie. That's what Steve Carell gets. And then whenever he even mans up, it looks like he has some kind of like a gin drink. I couldn't tell if it was a gin drink or a mojito. Either way, better than this shit. (laughs) Bullet Rye, sponsor us. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, And then there was... I um. Bernie, who chugs his Chardonnay, also looked at that Chardonnay very wistfully. And then, uh, yeah, there continues to be just vodka cranberries and those whatever clear drinks that Steve Carell has. The only person who drinks this drink is Jacob. And Hannah chugged a gin drink at the Mexican restaurant. It wasn't a gin drink. It was just straight gin. Straight gin at least this is mixed with something sugar and bitters are bitters alcoholic no okay cool 
I said that very confidently. I actually am not 100% sure. <laughs> well, we'll check when we pause and get another drink and get back to you on oh, that. Oh, and for the movie's sake, we are not drinking these with straws that looks like we're sucking a tiny schwanz. <laughs> Just so you know, we're drinking these like men. Here is, you know, we've talked about the drinks and we talked about the tiny schwanz now. Is the movie emasculating men in relationships? Um, Think about the drinks that Jacob drank, the old-fashioned. Then you have Steve Carell drinking a vodka cranberry, a very pink drink, with a straw. You have the guy shouting out, Chardonnay! As he comes in to drink a Chardonnay after he bought Cal a breakup gift, which my husband told me, does actually happen oh i've gotten a breakup gift before but was it with the person that you actually broke up with yes okay but they're not breaking up they're breaking up with him so they can continue the friendship with his wife oh yeah so um you have that you have the dress and how schlumpy he was you have him emotionally vomiting all over that bar um is is the movie and then once Jacob gets with Hannah well that's what she's I was gonna very say. much in charge yeah that's what I was gonna say like at first it is kind of shitting on those men in relationships but at the end Jacob is calling Cal for advice and asking like how to be in a relationship so it kind of does a 180 does it though because at the by the end she's calling all the shots it's time to go from the liquor store it's time to go call your father. No. Like everything he tells her to do, she's not doing, but she gets to tell him everything. I don't know. That's a really good point that I didn't really think of. I don't know. I want to add one more thing to the not believable part of this. Go for it. Okay. He wears a three-piece suit to this bar like almost every single time wearing a three-piece suit to the bar and he wears it to the mall and he does not take his sunglasses off once during that mall scene but the mall is different did you see that mall it was freaking amazing it was a two-story outdoor mall how do you have a two-story outdoor mall how is that even possible i think they were in la that doesn't answer my question i don't know but who wears a three-piece suit to a bar and mall who wears a three-piece suit? Remember when Cal first meets Kate, meets Kate, who is Marissa Tomei? She looked great. She's fantastic. Yeah, love it. I've, like, ever since oh, my cousin Vinny, I've had a thing for her. She just so, she is cute and sexy. She oh, absolutely sexy. is. Yeah. And, and, yeah, she's fantastic. He's wearing the suit with a sweater and a long sleeve button-up shirt like and he talks about how much he's sweating, oh, sweating really that is believe <laughs> that is believable yeah. because i couldn't imagine being in a bar oh, with that much so clothes hot. on it'd be so hot um oh my gosh i know so do we want to talk about what kind of obstacles we have going with this okay so one of the things about the uh, the rom-coms is the main characters always have obstacles in order to be together like, in the proposal, you had the whole, she's his bitch boss, and he, plus a Canadian, which I guess is a huge obstacle. Sorry, Canadians. Yeah. Uh, um, and Ryan Gosling. I think he's Canadian. 
He is Canadian. Mm-hmm. But they don't bring that up in this movie. No. Sorry. We we digress again. Um, we reviewed the proposal for our test podcast, just FYI. I think we mentioned that already. So there are many different obstacles here that they have to overcome. I mean, the fact that his wife wants to divorce, divorce. him because she slept and she slept with somebody else. Those are huge obstacles for Cal and Emily. Um, I think Jacob's main obstacle is his fear of relationships. Yeah. I don't commitment. Commitment. I don't know if Hannah has an obstacle though. Uh, maybe not. I know you're right. I don't think she does. I mean, her obstacle with Josh Groban is the fact that he's He's a a douche. (laughs) What'd you call him? A doofus. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And he doesn't think his relationship is there. And I'm not sure how, unless the guy is that big of a douche, like how you miscalculate your relationship is that much. Like she thought he was going to propose and he didn't like where. Uh, Yeah. Something was lost in translation there. Um, Robbie and Jessica's obstacle is quite obvious. He's in eighth grade. She's a senior in high school, plus in love with his dad. Oh, it's so awkward. It's, it's really bad. That made me uncomfortable. Me too. The nude photo thing was so gross. Yeah. I also thought it was gross that at the end she gave him the nude photos. Very. And like, how did she not have the forethought to be like, oh, he's going to show all those to his friends? Well, how did the parents not burn them? True. Like, her mom and dad found those naked photos. Oh, that's very unbelievable. And for the mom to show the dad like she did, and he just opens them and just... I w- my husband watched it with me, and oh. I said, I would never do that to you. I would tell you that our daughter took naked pictures. I found them. I would not show them to you. And he said, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You would destroy them is what you would do. Yes. Okay. Sorry. We had had a mic issue. Listen, I'm drinking rye whiskey. Rye whiskey. I almost said bourbon, but I forgot. I don't know I what know. you're signaling to me. I'm telling you to move it away from your mouth. <laughs> it probably doesn't help that you're taking cold medicine and drinking rye whiskey. Uh, I think it's fine. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I'm trying to not have my tissue like hitting the microphone and stuff like that when I wipe my nose. I'm just a hot mess right now. That's okay. It's okay. It happens. Um so the the obstacles are real. Are they real obstacles? Divorce, I think, is a really common obstacle in this day and age. An affair is a real obstacle in this day and age. Fear of commitment, yes. Um, I feel like Jesse, Jessica, and Robbie and Cal, like that weird thing. I feel like their obstacles are just yeah completely made up and ridiculous and could never happen. Yeah, I agree. Um, how she goes about her courting of Cal, Jessica, that is, is terrible. And I don't see a teenager ever speaking like that to adults. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that a teenager wouldn't send naked pictures, especially now with smartphones and things. I feel like that's almost believable, but the way she calls her, um, 
Emily batshit crazy to her face. Um, it's inappropriate. Doesn't she say something like her slutty money? Her yeah. I don't want your slutty money. Yeah. Also unbelievable. Yeah. So I, I like how she's speaking to adults, especially when she almost reverts back to a childlike stage, like how she plays with her hair all the time. Yes. I feel a little bit scared for her future. She's supposed to be going to Stanford and she's sending naked pictures to way older men. She's talking to adults like this. She's playing with her hair like she's six or seven. I just I, I don't know what's going on with her as a person. And I don't think that she's ready for the real world. You put a lot more thought into her than I did. I know you don't like her, and I don't either. So you want to, yeah, I went the opposite direction. I just didn't really uh, put much thought into her at all because I didn't care for her. Did you know she was on America's Next Top Model? I had that written down, <laughs> and I was going to tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, she was on America's Next Top Model, a fantastic show. I love, love you, it. Tyra. Yeah. Uh, she came in third. That's not bad. Yeah, and she had a contract with Tom Ford Models. Hmm. Um, I feel like she's been in other things, but I can't name them. Warm Bodies. She was in that oh, zombie movie. Oh, yeah, that movie was cute. I really like that movie. Not on our list, unfortunately. No, no, not in the top 50. That's, yeah. Okay. Um. So, moving on from our believability. Sorry, rye whiskey. <laughs> Um, our believability. Next up is chemistry between the couples. I included Cal and Jacob in this as well. Did you really? That's I did. so cute. I did. They had fantastic chemistry. They did. And they were a big storyline. I, I think that's a great point on your part, and I never would have considered it. I was thinking romantic chemistry. I literally wrote, like, who had better chemistry, Cal and Jacob or Jacob and Hannah? <laughs> what did what did you come up with? Uh, Hannah and Jacob, because that kiss just rocks everybody's world. <sighs> that kiss at the bar is something. It first is. of all, when they meet the first time at the bar. I love it. I want Hannah's best friend to be, like, one of my best friends. Yeah. She's hilarious. Except that she dissed Conan O'Brien, and oh, I was so upset well, about that. and hey... Would you do Conan O'Brien? Yes. So would I. I want those ginger babies. <laughs> well, you married a ginger. So I that's did. Like, that's good. Um, I also like in that first first meeting when she said, that's a double negative. And he oh, said, you're a double negative. <laughs> I, I was, laughed so hard. You're a double negative. That would have done it for me. Yeah. Um, no. He, no. And that's what I said. He's a total fuckboy in the scenario. So you would not go home with him? No, I would have done exactly what she did. Yeah. I I don't like how he talks to women sometimes. Like the whole, like he says, let's get out of here, fancy face. It's like, do you remember her name when she introduced no, her to you? No. Definitely not. No. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, I Yeah. I do think Hal and Jacob have better relationship or chemistry than Hannah and Jacob. What now? I'm sorry. I really didn't follow you there. <laughs> you think who has a better chemistry? Cal and Jacob. Okay. 
gotcha. Yes. I feel like they're true friends. Like at the end when they're talking um, over the phone, not at the end, over the phone when yeah. they're asking each other for advice and Cal calls him to tell him about the story with Kate, Robbie's teacher, after the whole teacher's night meltdown. I was so, Cal handled that so poorly. I think the teacher handled that poorly. I just felt so bad whenever he said, she's an alcoholic. Yeah, that was bad. It was so bad. That was bad. But as a teacher, you cannot react that way to a parent. I don't care. I don't care what they did to you. You can't. Yeah, you're really down in that. Thank you. Good for you. I have a considerable amount left. And we're like on the 30-minute mark. Okay, so you got to finish that. You got to finish it. What are we talking about? We're talking about... We're talking chemistry. about the chemistry. Oh, yeah. So, um, Emily and Cal. Emily and Cal, I think... Yeah, start drinking while I go over this. Emily and Cal do have good chemistry. But their chemistry has is a little bit more evolved than the other relationships because they've been together for so long. Their, their chemistry relates more along the day-to-day married life and their comfortability with each other rather than the spark that the others are finding with each other. I love that scene where he's taking care of the lawn and she calls him about the pilot light and, you know, she just wants to hear his voice. I hate that scene. What? I hate that scene. This is him. She's not going to know that he's in the backyard taking care of the yard. When she calls him and he's going to be out there at that exact moment? I don't think so. If I vomit, I'm going to vomit on you. You better not vomit on me. Um, Robbie and Jessica, I don't really treat them as a true couple. I bring no. it up because he chases after her, but I don't consider them a couple. They don't end up together, thank God. Yeah. Um, it would be awful. So I just don't consider them. I agree. I think that... The relationship, like you bring up Cal's relationship with Jacob, I think Cal's relationship with Robbie. Yeah. Not necessarily that they have to have chemistry, but do they have a good relationship? Yeah. Um, I think it's a good father-son relationship. I like that how they act together, except at the end. I think Robbie's a little harsh because, of course, Cal is not going to be making moves on jessica but robbie gets really pissed at him it is weird how seriously he takes the fact that that girl had a crush on him yeah like something totally out of everybody's control i don't get it you gotta finish that drink because we gotta make another one all right can we pause this no you gotta finish it on air finish it all right finish it finish it just down it go go that wasn't even a third of it Uh, that's why i took care of mine during our talk whatever i just can we make another one i'll just add it to the top of no we made a commitment go you're a double negative (laughs) (laughs) you agreed to the commitment before you found out it was going to be an old-fashioned i did and then i just looked longingly at those vodka cranberries (laughs) Ugh. WWJD, what would Jacob do? He'd, uh, he'd have an old fashioned. Do you think he takes advantage of drunk women? So, 
I know you're distracting me from the fact that you need to finish that drink. And yes, we can hear your nose blowing on the air. <laughs> um, but I actually wrote down when he talks to Cal for the first time or notices Cal for the first time, he's with that girl, start drinking. And um, the girl has a bottle of champagne. I saw that too. How much is a bottle of champagne on like gonna gonna be at least a hundred dollars probably more because it's if it's like bottle service like that's what i I couldn't figure out if it was gonna like is there any other way besides bottle service i don't know but he definitely does like he takes advantage of them drinking right Mm -hmm. right i don't know if it's uh, none of the girls he goes home with seem drunk they just seem like they were at a bar drinking not drinking to get drunk. True. He's not assaulting any of them. They go willingly. <clears throat> Let's yep. get out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. He's telling them would, what to do. Would that line work on you? No. Okay. Good. No, it absolutely would not. I don't... Besides the you're a double negative thing, <laughs> I don't think any of his lines would work yeah. on me. Yeah, I agree. I don't find him charming until they start talking about the um, the pillow. She said, this pillow perfectly conforms to the shape of my head. And then he's, she starts calling him out on like, this isn't one of those Brookstone pillows or whatever. Yeah. And then he starts opening up about himself. That's when I first find him really charming. I think when they get to the house and like, he's like, can I put my shirt on? And he goes, no. Once he admits that he has a shtick. Yeah. I think the act for him drops. Okay. I know. I'm so close. I'm so far away. You you, you waited till all the ice melted, and now there's more to get down. <sighs> Talk about this fucking movie. Uh, <laughs> um, so the banter is there with all of them. It's there for the dad. I feel a little bit bad for the youngest daughter who kind of gets brushed to the side. She doesn't seem to notice. She doesn't. She just dances. Yeah. Is this good enough? No. Drink it. Drink it. Bottoms up, baby. That's not my drink. It's, I know, but we're now at the 39-minute mark. Oh, God. Come on. Let's go. All right. We got to move. Okay. All right. And we're back. And I just threw up in the sink. I told you to drink it a little bit more during the podcast and saving it all for the end. And then you said chug. And then I threw it up. Well, you, I said chug when we had to make the second drink. Which Angostura bitters are alcoholic. Who knew? Who knew? Now we and all of our listeners, if we have some. If you have like three. <laughs> and we're all related to them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I think a couple will work for me. So we were in the middle of talking about our believability. And we need to talk about the obstacles no we got we got there we were in chemistry oh, chemistry oh how, how attractive. attractive we find them okay um robbie and jessica were just leaving off the list because he's a child and she's youngish i guess but yeah she's really not anymore she was seven years ago how old were you 21 it took me a really long time. That's okay. I also forget how old I am sometimes. Yeah, but she's supposed to be a senior in high school, so that's fine. Um, Emily and Cal. Emily, absolutely. 
Uh, yeah, agreed. She's gorgeous, and I also think she's very timeless. Mm, yeah. I don't think she, You're right. She hasn't aged, like, at all. Maybe it's the penis facials. I don't know if she gets those, but I'm interested to know now. Yeah, we'll have to Google it. <laughs> um, Cal, Steve Carell. Um, I think he looks great after the transformation. Mm-hmm. I think he's cute. I would never call him hot. I think that makes sense. He's attractive. Yes. I think he's gotten more attractive with age. That, and, that salt and pepper. Yeah. And he's worn like glasses and stuff recently out. And I really like that They look. suit his face. They do. Yeah. They do. So I, I think more so now in the movie after the transformation. Yes. I know the drink. Mine's, mine's worse the second time around. I don't know why. Yours looks clearer than mine. I don't know why. It does. It looks clear. But anyway, obviously, uh, I, I will actually, maybe this isn't obvious, but I think Emma Stone, Hannah is very, very attractive. Mm-hmm. I love her hair. Um, her eyes are amazing. Yep. They're huge. But I love it. Are they green or are they blue? I don't know. Either way, it doesn't matter. I, I said they're huge as a good thing, not a bad thing. No, I know. Okay, you acted like it was a bad thing. No. That's a good thing. It's a good thing, like a doe-eyed kind of a... Yeah. And, and they're right, like, cute and sexy all at once. Yeah. She pulls it off. She pulls it off real well. And she's like a real person you can see hanging out with. Mm-hmm. Like a sense of humor about her. For sure. Yeah. Ryan Gosling, obviously. I mean, what it, what do you need to say about Ryan Gosling? He's fantastic. How much do you think he works out? I can't imagine working out like an eighth of the time he works out to look like that. I also can't imagine the diet it takes to get that kind Ugh. of ab definition. My favorite thing in the world is food, so neither can I. Yeah. I I think he is a total stud. Yeah. Um, Agreed. The scruffy look, mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. The sunglasses he wears, love it. I know he wears them inside multiple stores, but I don't care. It's a little douchey. Does he wear them inside the stores? Yes, he does. Remember. I don't remember that. He doesn't that. take the sunglasses off. I made a note that he does not take the sunglasses off inside of the mall. Maybe he's hungover from being at the bar <laughs> drinking every night. Every day. Do you think he's an alcoholic? No, I do not. How can you maintain that house job on going to the bar every night if you're an alcoholic? Yeah, I don't know how he makes his money. I still want to know how he makes his money. Yeah. Um, okay. what about David Lindhagen? Obviously. You find him attractive? I do. Not, mm, wait, are we talking about the actor or are we talking about the character? Oh, I'm just, oh, I didn't think of the Because I, I don't find David Lindhagen attractive because he's a homewrecker, but I find Kevin Bacon attractive. But isn't Emily as much of a homewrecker as he is? Like, it's her marriage. Why are we blaming David Linhagen? Mm. I don't find her blameless. No, she's not. But is he? It takes two to tango. He's a guy. He's all about the opportunity. Sorry if I'm stereotyping. You stereotyping son of a bitch. I'm fine with it. All right. Uh, Do you find him attractive? 
Yes. Okay. I do find him more attractive. I find him more attractive than Cal. Interesting. Yeah, I do find him more attractive than Cal. But I think Emily and Cal have better chemistry, though. I do, too. I think I think David Linhagen was an opportunity for Emily to try that something different, like how she went to Twilight. That was so By funny. herself and lied to Cal about it. I love it. She's like, it was so bad. <laughs> I never seen Twilight, and I don't ever care to. It, they're such guilty pleasures. I will watch them if they're on TV. Absolutely. That's how I feel about Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades is way worse than Twilight. Okay. Way. Oh, fine. I've seen them both, and I've read them both multiple times, so you can't make that same kind of judgment multiple times. Goodness. Yes. Okay. I have a lot of reading guilty pleasures that I go to for comfort, and they're on the list. Okay. Things I didn't know. Moving on. To maybe the moment they fell in love, because I feel like this is an important thing in all rom-coms. You have that meet cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's definitely some kind of pinpointable moment that you can look on and be like, <laughs> are you not having that moment with this old-fashioned? The first one was better. I don't know what happened to this number two. I made the first one. Number two. <laughs> no, you did make the first one. I did. The only thing that you've done is cut the orange slices. No. Well, maybe that's important. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Robbie and Jessica were going to take out of this. They they don't fall in love. Yes. He's infatuated with her. That's it. Yes. Um, She's infatuated with Cal. Yes. And so not in love. Um, Emily and Cal. Are they ever out of love? Did they fall in love before the movie? Yes. Because they were married before the movie. Was there ever a moment where they re-fell in love? I don't know. I don't... I don't know. I don't know if she loves him anymore. This is a this is a conundrum I had at the end of the movie. Like, the end of the movie does seem happy and optimistic. But I don't know if she falls back in love with him. But I think he's always been in love with her. I don't I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think that they've ever been out of love with each other. I don't know how I feel about you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that if you saw that. Um I don't I just don't think that she fell out of love with him. I think she fell out of the idea of being married forever. I mean that's yeah. I can't imagine being married since you were like what seventeen? They were together. Yeah, something a lot before that. Oh, maybe. they started dating at fifteen. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Cause I guess you do miss out on some life experiences that maybe like she David felt Lindhagen. she needed, like David Lindhagen. Yes, he's an experience for everybody. <laughs> I I just I I don't know. I I like to think that they never fell out of love. She was just trying something but i I, I don't know i don't know if i can justify doing that to someone that you love yes i agree um we'll we'll get back to that okay we'll get back to that um moment that uh hannah and jacob fell in love i think that it was whenever they were in bed together 
talking about all of the random stuff and finally Jacob starts to come out of his shell. Um, they, she starts kind of like ragging about his like stuff that she had, that he has the pillow. And I think that they really start to fall in love then. I agree with you. Um, to narrow it down even more, I would say it's the moment that he asks her to ask him something about his life that no one else would know. Like he finally gets over. Uh, <laughs> he finally gets over the fact that he thinks he shouldn't be in a relationship. He's like, oh, maybe I would be into being in a relationship. Yeah. So I, I do think I do think that. A great scene. Like the entire like montage of the whole night with them. Mm-hmm. Like I was smiling the whole time. Yeah. It was just so cute. Yeah, it was cute. The fact that like she didn't want to sleep with them, but then she says she wants to sleep with them, and so they just end up talking, and, you know, yeah. again, that role reversal where she talked about how she knows in the PG-13 yes. version, she'll fall asleep and he'll cover her, but at the end, that's what she ends up doing for him. And after, like, he says, can you do me a kindness and ask ask me something about me? And she says, and then we bang. And he says, yes, and then we bang. Yeah. I just love that. That was very cute. Yes. Yeah, very cute. Um, Iconic moment of the movie that that if you had a poster of it, like yes. that's what you would see on the poster. Which I think is very important for all romantic comedies. I think all of these romantic comedies on the top 50 Rotten Tomatoes list have this iconic scene that you know them from. Mm-hmm. Like, you would see this on TV and you'd be like, oh, this is this movie. All right. So. One. We, yeah, on the count of three, we're going to name it, right? Yeah, we know it. One, One two, two, three. three. The shooting Doting star. star. What the fuck is a shooting star? That's the name of the dance. What dance? Or the move. The move. The move has a name? The shooting star. It's, I don't know who dubbed it that. But that's what it's called. How do you know that that's what it's called? I don't know. It was in a show, and they called it the shooting star the whole time. The Goldbergs. They had like a uh, So Swayze It's Crazy episode. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and they did the shooting star. I didn't know it had a name. The more you know. Um. Yeah, that's it. Like, that's a, that's a great scene. I love that. Yeah. She's trying to feel more comfortable with what she's doing, so she asks him to do the big move. And I think that, like, that's when the whole process of opening up to each other begins because he admits that he has a big move and then she wants to do the big move. I love that, though. What's your big move? The big move would have worked for me. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, uh, I agree. But another more you know fact... Emma Stone wasn't able to do the shooting star or the dirty dancing move as some common folk know it as. <laughs> this drink is terrible. I never want to drink this again. I'm probably going to vomit again after this podcast. Okay. All right. So anyway, Emma Stone couldn't do the shooting star because she was so afraid of heights. So somebody had to stand in for her. I wondered why they shot it like that. Yeah. Because yeah, it like, went from far away to real like close they up. They in with like the him sliding her down ever so gently. But that was him? That was him. Actually, I don't know for sure. <laughs> but I like to think it was him. <laughs> it 
it's a feel-good movie. Oh, for sure. Like, some romantic comedies leave you crying, some leave you happy, some leave you laughing, some leave you unsatisfied. Yes. If you're not sure. Wait. We have to go back for a second. To what? There was a runner-up iconic scene. The fight. Oh, my gosh. How could we have forgotten about the fight? Would you consider that the climax of the movie... I absolutely would consider it the climax okay. of the movie. The fight were in their ba- in the backyard of Emily and Cal's house. Shit goes down. <sighs> Hannah brings Jacob to the house to meet her mom. And that's the first time you realize that Hannah is Cal and Emily's daughter. So in the course of things, Cal ends up punching Jacob for going out with his daughter. Jessica's dad, who has found the naked pictures of Jessica, comes and punches Cal. David Lindhagen shows up, and Jacob punches him. I love it. I love it. And then they all grab onto each other. Yes. And then the end, like, where the police are called. Oh, it's great. Uh, and they, Which one of you is David Lindhagen? Hagen. <laughs> they all correct him. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, the fight. the fight is a great scene. It's a really good way to bring all of these characters together because I think it's the only scene where everybody's in together. Like everybody is in the movie at the same time. Yeah. Except, except for at the end, it's the first time you realize how everyone is connected. Like where, where is Ryan Gosling and Hannah in this? Yeah. And then you realize it. Yes. But anyway, back to final thoughts. Um, This movie is a feel good movie. Yeah. I would watch it again. I've watched it like 20 times. Yeah. So it's a great movie. I also think it's a movie like sometimes you feel like rom-coms just apply to girls. Oh, yeah. All the boys that I know love this movie. Yeah. My husband does. Our father does. My husband does. Yeah. It's a very good like date night movie. It's just a good movie. Yeah. I... I wouldn't even cons- have considered it maybe defined as a rom-com so much as just... Like a, a comedy? Yeah, a comedy or even a drama. Yeah, a dramedy. A dr- oh, if, you, a- if you will. Yes, very nicely done. Thanks. Oh, we have so much of this drink left. Uh, you more than me. No, we're the same. You shut your mouth. It's exactly <laughs> the same. No, it is not. For whatever reason, it looks like you don't have as much ice as I do. Um, so final thoughts, feel good movie. Will they stay together? And that's, this is something that I think everybody secretly wants to know about rom-coms. Do you think they stay together? Um, now we have to talk about two separate couples, I think. Well, I mean, Robbie and Jessica, it's an obvious no. Well, they were never together. Correct. Which is gross. Will they get together later? No. Absolutely not. Hope not. She is going to be a hooker in Las Vegas <laughs> trying to figure out her daddy issues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah. Um, I'm still very disturbed by her behavior. Hannah and Jacob. Yes. I think so, too. They stay together because I think they balance each other out very well. And I think he needs a lady who's very, like, strong. Which she is. She's very, like, self-assured and knows what she wants, I think. I also think that she'll see it as a positive, or I'm sorry, he'll see it as a positive, that Cal's in there, too. 
So he's kind of getting two relationships. You even talked about Cal and Jacob being their own relationship in the movie. So he kind of gets two for the price of one. Yeah. So you think Cal and Jacob stay like friends? Absolutely. I think that at the end of the movie when they talk at Robbie's graduation, which, by the way, who the fuck has an eighth grade graduation? More people than you would know. It's dumb. It's a whole thing. Did it you is have dumb. an eighth grade graduation? No, I didn't have an eighth grade I didn't graduation. Then who has a speaker? What is a what is a fucking salutarian? I have no idea. Is that I, what the name of it was? Salutarian. I had no idea, and this was one of the few movies I didn't watch with subtitles because I had seen it so many times. So uh-huh. I was like, I don't need to watch this with subtitles. So I have no clue. But the entire time, I was like, Is that what she said? A salutarian. Yeah, it was because I did watch it with subtitles. Yeah, that is dumb. It it is dumb. I thought I actually wasn't a fan of the speech at the end at all, and how the movie. Um, how the movie wrapped up. I did not like Cal jumping on the mic. I did not like it. Oh, I thought it was funny. And I like how Kate, at the end of it, like did that middle finger. <coughs> that was so funny. Yeah, that he was saw funny. Her and was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I deserve this. Yeah. Um, I, I uh, was like, how is Jacob going to this eighth grade graduation? And my husband said, that must be some good pussy. <laughs> it's like, no one's going to that eighth grade graduation unless he's getting banged out of his mind. Oh, my. So that's the guy's take on that. Uh, I wouldn't have thought that. I guess that is the guy's take. I just thought they were in love. And that's why he went. It's an eighth grade graduation. Who yeah. the fuck goes to that? The parents, and that's it. Right. I guess siblings sometimes. It's dumb. It's really dumb. You got eight more years of school left, hopefully. Yeah. For that matter, I was going to say who goes to the high school graduation, but everybody goes to the high school graduation. I was going to be a graduation. Yeah. Um, so, right. Han and Jacob, yes. Yes. I, I agree with you there. Emily and Cal... Don't you? I think they stay together for a time and then I think it gets rough again. Why? I don't know. I just think at the end there were so many things that were unresolved. I just think that there would be so many things like how he slept with nine other women during that time. Like she would bring up every time she got mad. Like I I just looked into that aspect of it and thought that there's no way that this would be a secure relationship forever. I I thought that they would get back together. I thought that, and stay together. I thought that they'd been together since they were 17 and that if they broke up, that they would never feel comfortable with other people. So not necessarily are they together for the right reasons, but they're staying together because they don't know anything else. That's depressing. Sorry. <laughs> I see. We should have ended on Hannah and Jacob. Is what we should have done. <laughs> I seem to have that effect on the end of movies. Uh, which I was gonna say, wait till we get to a certain movie, but I I don't want to spoil anything. Is it you. one I haven't seen yeah. before? Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. 
that really makes me think that well you know you gotta finish your drink so on that note finish that drink come on come on one last toast finish it up as good as i can do without throwing up again Uh, well uh, you keep drinking while i end this bitch all right all Uh. right so join us next time when we are reviewing the next movie on the list you didn't even take a drink you let it touch your lips lips. the next movie on rotten tomatoes 50 best rom-coms of all time bridget jones's baby neither have i and i was a little bit shocked it was on the list yeah me too um so that movie is what we'll be reviewing and i have no idea what we will be drinking with it yet i hope you enjoyed i hope you tune back in i hope you never have to endure an old-fashioned unless you're a rye whiskey fan which i don't like you all right till next time cheers